In this episode of Guider Talks, Robert sits down with Timothy Armu. Timothy is the CEO of Fanbytes, a digital agency which helps the world's largest organisations, such as the UK government, Apple and Deliveroo, win the hearts of younger audiences on Snapchat and TikTok. I'd like to talk about what's going on in America. I mean, you've you've been fairly clear uh, online about how upset you quite rightly are and 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 what your team is doing to respond yeah uh maybe you'd just like to just talk us through that sure so i think one of the things which so i went to so to understand especially for me why so much of this matters to me so i went to i was lucky enough to get like a scholarship to a school called Christ Hospital. It's like a sixth form boarding school. Um, Is that the one when they wear habits? Is that the one? Yeah, so we wear like these long yellow socks and we march into lunch every day, yeah. Basically like Harry Potter, but in the UK. (laughs) Um, And and, um, and it's interesting, right? Because even from then, I think I was never quite aware of like my race. I was just like, yeah, cool, whatever. Just, you know, I'm a black guy, whatever, go on. Um, and then, um, and then, you know, went to Warwick. That was cool. No one ever really gave me any issues about it. Um, and then when I started Fanbyte as a business, um, I was like, you know, again, I'm very much about like do the best work and the best work gets seen. Like I don't really care about that type of thing. And then I started to, you know, get asked to speak at at events and conferences. And, and I started going to these conferences where I'm, you know, 5,000 people, 10,000 people. And I'm speaking at these events. um, And it's like, you know, I'm the only black person there. And I remember there was even once I was on a panel or no, like someone asked me to be on a panel about diversity and it was like i looked at the people on the panel i was like are you like these guys are here talking about diversity and it's like everyone just looks the same so at first i was like yeah okay okay cool um and then with this so it was kind of then that i started to realize okay this is interesting you know like in the technology space and the advertising space like in both of those industries, there aren't particularly a lot of people who look like me. So I was just like, well, you know, maybe they just haven't had the roots in and stuff. Cool. But then I think when these things like, you know, a couple of years ago when with Eric Garner, right? When he, you know, when he just got, he just got killed by the police and then I kept hearing these things. And then with this George, um, George, Floyd thing where I watched the eight minute video and I was just like like I've just seen a murder like 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 I have just seen a murder someone has just been killed and I think it was when I started to it was kind of around when Eregana Trayvon Martin I was like it does seem as if that Sure, with the police brutality, I haven't ever experienced that. I've never been arrested. I've actually, I was saying this to my girlfriend, like personally, 
I don't think I've ever had like a direct racist um, thing, like ever. Um, but then I started to just like go, right. If you look at it from a bigger scope, you start to realize that they're just very odd, like systematic things, which it's not so much that people are, you know, directly racist, like, you know, coming to you and, you know, like saying the N word or something to you. But like, it's just these little things where because people just are not aware of the way they act, they like, they therefore act in ways which just puts down black people, right? Um, a good example is, you know, through is fundraising, right? So I'm very fortunate that we've gone and we've raised like, you know, like over 1.5 million um, in funding. We have like great investors, etc. But I speak to a lot of my other um, black founder friends and they say they're struggling. I'm like, your idea is great. Like I've actually invested in a few of their ideas and I've shown it to like other people I know. And then it's just been like, yeah, I don't understand the space. Or like, you know, I can't, like you don't fit the typical kind of like, you know, maybe like privately educated, you know, middle class, you know, type person who I can almost like tick the box in my mind and say, I empathize with you. Right. And so when we kind of, when I, when I peel that back up and I was like, there is systematic like racism, but it's not, it's not like I, it's people who are not actively being racist, but it's more like, because they're just not aware of it, they just go, well, that's just life. So then that's when I then said, okay, this thing. And then, cause I was just so, you know, I was so pissed off when I was watching that video, when I was just like, this is a murder. Like, guys, like this is a murder. Like we have just looked at a man be murdered. This isn't some mistake or anything like that. And then you look at all the other videos and, you, and you're like, you know, a guy was just jogging through a neighborhood. People are like, oh, he must be a burglar and then shot. It's just like, come on, right? And I saw that. I was like, cool. The least I, so the least I can personally do as an individual is um, donate to, you know, both the George uh, Floyd Fund and the Minnesota Fund. So. I donated like to my last month's um, salary, but then all my speaking gigs for the year so far and the ones upcoming. So for the year so far, my salary, no, I think I gave about, you know, in, in the, in the tens of thousands. And I was like, cool, fine. And then I said, as an agency, I want us to do something because I am a CEO of an advertising company and I am one of the very few in there. Then I said, well, I'm actually going to just bre like bring this up with the rest of the team. Because sure, I'm the CEO and I'm black. My co-founder is black and also from Ghana. And my other co-founder is from Nigeria. So we are three black people leading an advertising company. And so I put the chat, I put in a Slack channel. I said, guys, I know you guys care about this because I can see on each of, on everyone's social media, they're talking about it. So I said, okay, I know you guys care about it. And I think that we as an agency should do something about it. 
we will provide whatever the funding that is needed, but I want us to make a collective action behind it. You can fill up this form anonymously if you want, or you can do it with your name on it, but I want us to put some actual um, firepower behind this. And um, I did that yesterday and the responses have just been incredible. Like literally reading them at 12 midnight where like you can see also obviously these people have worked with us, have worked with us for quite a lot of time. You can see, you know, even if some of them didn't put their name, you can see who said what and you're like, wow, like I didn't, you know, I, so I didn't realize this meant so much to you. And we are now putting a number of things in place. We'll be announcing them soon. But um, a number of things in place, like even in our industry, especially the influence industry, several examples of like, historically we see actually that black influencers, because we put them on a lot of campaigns, they actually perform about 1.9 times more from a click-through rate than average because they are seen as just much more relatable and just like when they're talking to the like the audience is much more of like a, it's just like an easier conversation and, and, and stuff like that. So they perform 1.9 times better, but when our campaigns people put them on some campaign plans with those stats, like literally showing this person performs better, the brand wouldn't choose them. You're like, wait, what? Why? And it's because like, Again, it's not, it's not obvious racism, but it's because like in you know, the marketing manager's mind, like they have an idea of who is the perfect person to represent them. And it's not them going, ah, oh, it's not a black person, right? But like in their mind, it's, you know, we're looking for this type of person who is, you know, like, like um, female, white, probably middle class and probably, you know, like does this, does that. And you're like, I get where you're coming from because in your mind, you didn't think of this person, but then it becomes a bit of an awkward conversation to have with a, like between the campaign manager and them. If they're like, is the reason why you chose this, per like didn't choose this person, like because they're black, because that tends to be the reason, but it's not because the person says no, like no black people. It's because just like in their mind, they have this idea of, what you know what a what a successful influencer means in their mind so there's so many things that we're doing there was an interesting uh, thing on the i can't remember who it was yesterday saying that actually in the uk uh the the racism is more subtle so yeah. in the UK, in, the, in america it's, it's absolutely blatant it's still get out of my bar uh whereas in the uk everyone everyone kind of plays lip service to it but then they don't act or they forget to act and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's what, yeah. Like, I think, I think that phrase that you put was a perfect phrase. They like forget to act. Right. So people don't go F you, people don't go blah, blah. It's more, it's more just like, you don't fit the idea of what I have for this. And so I don't quite know like what I'm going to do. Right. Like, I don't quite know where to place you. And I say this a lot. Like I say this so many times when I speak to my friends for like um, fundraising and investors and all that stuff where sometimes it's just because, and I, 
And I know that, for example, in Silicon Valley, and the reason why it's very hard for like people of color to raise money, for example, is because like you don't fit the Ivy League dropout. So therefore, it's like, oh, okay, like tell me more about your idea. Like tell me, you know, let's go into deep detail about this. Whereas it's like, oh, Ivy League dropout. Well, Zuckerberg kind of did this, so yeah, let me back it. Right? It's it's it's. It's a weird one. So we are actively doing some things to uh, make some steps, both in the influencer perspective, but also in just like the advertising world perspective. And I'm very excited about that. So everyone talks about diversity, okay? Everyone from the big consulting firms, the government, everywhere says diversity creates better solutions, divert, da, da, da. Yeah. I, I, I can name probably three agencies, two agencies that are what I would call proper multicultural, in other words, white, white males are the minority. Um, and is that just because people are paying lip service to it? I mean, in general diversity. So that's not just about, that's not just about race. That's about uh, sex, sexuality. It's about yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole way, whole, the whole way through so do you think do you think the diversity debate, which is which is slightly different from what we've been talking about, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is, a, is a lip service thing because they do feed into each other? Yeah. So I was talking about this with one of my investors. So one of my investors, a guy called Nigel Morris, he was the CEO of um, Dentsu, and and we're talking about this because he also had that same thing. It was like he's been on so many panels and all of diversity etc um i think the reason why so i think that it often comes across as lip service primarily because well for two things the first one is because the actual like the actual change that is being driven or like the ideas behind the change often stem from people wanting to feel less uncomfortable rather than people wanting to to actually implement something practical so a good example is people having a lot of these panels and say you know we'll bring people together so they can be inspired and meet other people etc and you're like but actually what like the key thing especially with diversity and advertising is just giving people clear access and opportunity so by the clear access and opportunity is going, yeah, I know people are going to, you know, talk some shit about it, but I'm going to create these five to 10, um, you know, these five to 10 positions specifically for, you know, black females or black males or LGBT. Like, and I know people are going to go like, oh yeah, but what about the white people, et cetera. And like, well, I am actively want to increase the pipeline of this because I don't think people are asking to say, lower the barriers for me so that I can get in. People are going, just like, make a conscious effort to make a path for these people. And the people who choose to walk through that, like, we will choose the best people. As, and I think people go, we need more, more diverse faces. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, let's just talk about it. And hopefully they will go through the same the same path that like you know 
other people have gone through. But the problem is people can't go through the same path that other people have gone through because they have their own nuances. And the second thing is because, and the second thing, which is so blindly obvious, and I didn't realize it now until I started getting involved in, in, in this, is a lot of times people don't actually, the change isn't driven by the people who can drive the change. So like you go, I want to have more diverse people. But then it is that whole initiative is led by someone who in themselves is not a diverse person. Like I want more black people. All right, cool. So all these programs are going to be run by like a white person. It's kind of like, but, but like, like for example, when I said, you know, I'm, I was speaking to a friend of mine who runs a really um, successful podcast and I said, and, and he hit me up and he said, like, what can he do? And I said, right, you have a podcast which is listened to by some of the top VCs, angels and founders. Why don't we get like five startups run by black founders and come on there and get them to like pitch um, basically and, 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 you know, if they pitch, we kind of do like a dragon's den type thing. And then he was like, that's a sick idea. And I was like, it took me 30 seconds to come up with this, right? But it's because I understand the context of the people so I can go, cool. But if, say, for example, someone like him, he's a great guy and stuff, so that's fine. But like someone like him was left to their own devices. They'd be like, cool, let's now have a meeting about how we can do this. Let's now do this. Let's now do an event and i'm like well just do this and if you want the five founders i personally i'm just going to send texts to them and go do you want to do this do you want to do this do you want to do this and just like that we got five founders done dusted so i think it does have to do with that whole idea of like people actually just almost like the change is not being driven by the people who are the effect of the change and that's very hard to do anything okay so so one of the thing I was, things I was picking up, uh, which I love about about your what you're saying online, is you're not just saying this is wrong, this is wrong. You're 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 trying to get some action. You're trying to get stuff happening, which isn't just complaining, but actually trying to 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 demonstrate there's a different way yeah. of of doing stuff. So can you just explain you know, that without giving away too much of anything's you know, being plotted, what, what kind of stuff you're, you're hoping to achieve? So, so, I mean, I can just share one, which, um, which we're, which we're about to announce. Um, basically one of the things is obviously that if you are say a black influencer or, or a black creator, you're often overlooked. And even, and even if you have the great, you know, as I mentioned, uh, the results, the, traffic etc because you don't like fit that idea people go cool so a number of things we're doing is firstly um is well firstly what we're doing is having a more active approach to going creating and saying these are all the black influencers we've worked with these are their click-through rates this is how they worked with this brand this is etc and we would actually like put that front and center to the brand because sometimes I think just, just, just people don't remember that. The other thing is we are actually coming up with a fund 
So we're putting in our own cash to actually support um, businesses who are targeting this audience who are going to be using black influencers. Like we ourselves will fund the campaigns and we will just like fund the entire campaigns, pay the influencers on time, do all that stuff because on two things. Firstly, generally access to capital is one of the things that stifles a lot of black businesses. But then the other thing, the black creators themselves sometimes get overlooked. So if we can basically come in and go, cool, black owned businesses, we will fund your marketing campaigns, black creators, we will pay you guys then at the very least, if you do that. And then I've also hit up all our investors and I've said, look, are you guys down for it, right? You guys, do you want to match our donation, basically, or match our fund? And since then, it's just been pouring in. People are matching it over and over and over again. So, you know, we're taking 10, 15, 20K, and that's now becoming 100K fund because these people who were able to put in half a million can now just put in, you know, another 10K and it's actually going to not like a donation. It's not like, oh yeah, this was nice. It's actually going to meaningful ROI. Give me a sec. I'm just going to open the door for my, yeah, give me a sec. Okay. Ah, yeah. So nice. it's just going to meaningful ROI. So um, this, this interview goes out to a community of 1,200 agency leaders. Yeah. which I suspect 11, 1,170 of them are, are white males. <laughs> um, what's your, what's your yeah. message to those people? Um, so I think, so I think that um, if I was to give one single message to them, um, you know, there's, there's so many things you could say. You could say like donating and all that stuff, but I would actually say just like get more informed about this because I, you know, I went to the protests yesterday and someone had a very, like someone basically had a billboard or had a board which said that like um, silence is like silence is not an option basically. And I realized that, like, for most people, even if you don't know what to specifically do, at the very least, if you can actually just, like, be informed about it, like, that's all we have. So there's things like, there's a site called, like, um, um, Join Change Zero, very good site to go on, and just just learn about the fact that, like, there are these systematic things in there. So at the minimum, I would just say, like, be actively informed. Uh, join, join Change Zero, blacklivesmatter.com. It's like things which will actively get you informed. Because as we said at the beginning, the biggest thing is not that people are, like, you know, like, overtly racist or, you know, they're out there going, you know, you this, you that. It's more like there's just these systematically, there's just these systematic things they're not actually aware of. And just being more informed is just a good start. 